Hello and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Evan. And I'm Chad. And we're back with the Friday Forge. So we've accumulated enough book questions, and frankly, I'm really excited. I love these episodes, and I think our listeners do too. Some of our most listened to ones are when we're just answering a bunch of user-submitted questions about books and really kind of getting into the nitty-gritty of everyday book life and i just get off to it i love it yeah i'm really into it too and we've just been so busy with all the house of the dragon stuff the rings of power we're doing akatar we just finished up davabad we got the monday episode so we're gonna start kind of phasing back in the friday forge and short stories and q a stuff and all that kind of stuff um we'll do some more special episodes where we talk about one topic for a while but yeah Thank you, everybody, for bearing with us through the House of the Dragon and Rings of Power thing. But, I mean, that wasn't really our fault. Like, they released both those shows yeah. at the exact same the time. The stars and we aligned. Yeah, we couldn't not, you know, do episodes on those. But anyway, we've got some questions in front of us here, and we are only too happy to answer them. So let's get right into the first one. Let's do it. I'm stoked. Uh, first one comes from Burpee B. That's a, that's a good one. I hate uh, burpees. No, no shade <laughs> on the name, but, man, that workout is terrible. Burpee B. Burpee B asks, you two seem like such good friends. Huh. Uh, how did you meet and how long have you known each other? I actually hate Evan. We just really yeah. pretend super, super well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I love him dearly. Dearly. He has been a, a BFF uh, for many years now. So what year was it? Um, I don't know. I was still 20, in high school. 2006 or seven or something Yeah, because like I graduated that? in 2007. I think I, gra- I, think I met you um, my junior year. Which would have made me sixteen. So I think, yeah. Um, we so Chad and I met while working at the same restaurant. I came in for my normal shift, and everybody was like, "Oh, wait till you meet Chad. You're gonna love Chad. Chad's so great. <laughs> Chad's so fun." I just heard nothing but how cool Chad was for a whole shift, and Chad wasn't working that day. I'd never so, even heard this part of the story. This is oh great. really? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I know. I figured you'd love this. I so, love this. Everybody was so excited about you because you were so peppy and fun and. Uh, apparently I was just a huge drag, but, uh, so I left and didn't really think that much of it. And then the next shift I worked, uh, Chad and I worked together and we were just immediate best friends. Like the second yeah. we started talking to each other. Well, dude, I was desperate. This was a very fine dining restaurant and I had never worked in that sort of atmosphere before. And to all my, uh, kitchen folk listening who have worked in like a high pressure kitchen you know it can get really like stressful and people are like they have their own little like hierarchy worked out you know it's easy to step on toes and so like i was desperate for someone nice and evan and i just like hit it off so well and also like someone nice who's not going to abuse the niceness and make you like work harder we were bussing tables yeah that's what it was and um i was decently good at it but also i mean i kind of I was like 16 and everyone that worked there was very fine dining and we're here to make money. And I was just like, I'm just here on the weekends to buy video games. You know, like that's, I don't know anything about anything. And I'm, I don't need, I didn't even like wash my shirt before work and stuff. And I was just, I was so gross. Dude, we crushed though. Like there was no one I would rather have next to me in the busing floor because that place got insane. Yeah. And I feel like there were times that it was just you and me and it was like, we're busing this whole place, like king of the, king of the bus land, you know? Yeah, that was the kind of uh, busing where it was, um, they had like table linens a lot of the time. So you had to go out there with a tray. They didn't let us and use the little bus sand. tubs. Yeah, we, did, we couldn't use bus tubs. 
I would have like an entire tray full of water glasses and plates oh, and yeah. silverware and stuff. Wine and then glasses. I, there was like kids running around and stuff. That was my biggest fear was so killing a child. A, yeah, I you was drop like, like a 90-pound tray on some like oh, four-year-old. Yeah, that'd those be things awful. are heavy. You got a gun done clearing like a 12 top. You've got all the ta- all the big thick plates and oh yeah. man, full glasses of water, and you're just like weaving amongst these children. So many I've literally gone outside the balcony. There was like a outside way that you could leave and circled around to the back um, and climbed up the stairs to get in because there was nothing but just like fragile babies. And I had one of the heaviest platters that I had ever had. And I was like, I will never, ever forgive myself if I kill a baby. So I went around the outside of the building. But it's funny because like you, you and I didn't talk about fantasy books while we were working there because I wasn't really reading at that point. I was playing video games and playing music and stuff. And I would read a book every now and then, but um, I hadn't really like gotten way back into it until a few years later when, uh, you know, Chad was no longer working at that restaurant because he... (laughs) Just couldn't figure out how to get there on time. Uh, but yeah. That's a whole other They fire thing. me. However, they <laughs> always cry when they fire me. And that's what I get my solace. And, and she did cry. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were all sad to see Chad go. But it was um, <laughs> there were definitely days where I'd get there at like, you know, 6.30 a.m. And it's just like, oh, where is Chad? It's 7.25. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like, man, it was so far away. It was like in a different town. I mean, I have all, you also lived in the same town as me, so like, <laughs> you were able to do it. I, I could get there. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, we weren't talking really about fantasy books until uh, a few years later when I had moved to Portland and Chad had stayed in Bend. I came back to Bend to visit some family for, I think, for Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. And Chad and I met up with some other friends of ours and it was like a nice little reunion and then like chad said something about fantasy books and i had now i'm in it you know now i'm he was deep i was like shocked to learn a close friend of mine had this pool yeah as soon as you started talking about i think you were talking to somebody else about what you were reading and they weren't very interested and then i butted in and saved you and or you or you saved me because i didn't want to be there either talking about whatever and then chad and i kind of paired off like 14 year olds at a makeout party and just yeah. <laughs> just like found our own little corner away from everybody else and talked i remember people being like hey you guys night. ever gonna like come hang out with the nope. group or like nope nope sorry also a real high point was after i stopped working after i stopped like it was my choice after they fired me at that <laughs> restaurant <laughs> <laughs> um, after i resigned for being after super i resigned late. <laughs> my nose held high i don't know if i didn't have your number or we weren't like quite close enough to hang out outside of work and but i always like loved you and then me and one of my good buddies at the time and still still good buddy dylan um we're out just like party hopping and one night i go into a party and it just so happens to be Evan's house. And we like see each other and just like love like on each other. And he's like, this is my house. And then we partied at that house for like every weekend, at least for, for the a next, while. Yeah. Yeah. A while. And, then, and, then, and um, I mean, we, we definitely, before we started the podcast, we would talk like a few times a year, but not really mm-hmm. that much. I mean, um, we were yeah. still just, it's kind of like, you know, you've got your, your friends and then you got like your best friends and you know that you don't need to really like call them that often you know yeah you can let months go by and it's like exactly like yeah and so and then um chad didn't you like weren't you like randomly scrolling on tiktok yeah i was randomly scrolling on tiktok pooping 
and <laughs> sweet <laughs> <laughs> just need to throw that in there I, I think about that a lot actually like how many new followers am i getting uh from the oh, toilet. dude, so like, many. Probably and all like, of them, yeah. It's like how I gauge how good a person's content is. It's like, is this like a two perps, two poops content creator, you know? Maybe even a three poop content creator, you know? Go it's a on. Lot of Go oh, on. Sorry. Um, and I was going through, and I just came across Evan randomly. I didn't know he was even on TikTok. It must have been such a trip. And you had like a shitload of likes on that video. I was like, oh my God, Evan is on my phone right now and not only that but he is blowing the fuck up and then i went over to your page and i was like holy shit at this point you had like 25 30,000 uh followers which probably seems like nothing to you now but i was very <laughs> impressed and i was like what and i called you <laughs> right then i was like what the fuck we talked for a little bit longer about it kind of back and forth and then mm -hmm. didn't you say something like i called you and i was like yo man i'm not trying to like steal your the the rays of glory and attention that are bouncing off of you but if you ever want to just make your lives like super fun uh and have a guest on i would love to come on and just uh one of your live chats not knowing how tiktok worked at the time um and like talk just about join you for one books, of those yeah, yeah and talk about fantasy books and you were like dude okay we should just do one better and start a podcast and i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah and then the rest is history then we uh yeah. we limped our way through the first few dozen episodes dude, we had and... like an episode out a week later after that conversation it yeah. was like let's do it it wasn't one of those like we talked about it for six months no we like talked about it and way before we were ready jumped yeah we went for it and I fully recommend that path for anyone who's thinking yeah, about starting that's a That's definitely the way to do Put it. Yeah, just out go there. for it. You don't need the best mic in the world. I mean, if you go back and listen to our first recordings, <laughs> like they're not very good. They're brutal. <laughs> I, I thought I knew how to mix a podcast and I was I didn't. I had to like learn so much about mixing vocals and <clears throat> well, this is a different kind of vocals because I can mix like vocals for music, but this is Yeah, I've made a bunch of different. songs. This is yeah. way different less reverb but yeah what a, what a great question that's how chad and i met and i can still vividly remember the first time i saw him waddling around a restaurant um all right so next one ghosty asks do you guys ever get overwhelmed with how many stories and books exist that you want to read i feel like this quite a lot especially with the media i consume around books people are reading that's a really yes. good question um it is. yeah i get you want to start or shall i um, I already started, so okay, hit it. <laughs> I get Take pretty it overwhelmed. Uh, like it's not really a no. I don't feel overwhelmed at like, um, like getting it read or anything. Um, but it is overwhelming. I kind of get down holes sometimes where I'm like, man, I'm I'm like not gonna read everything. But what if there's a series out there that's <laughs> like, that really is just right for me? That like I was in a bookstore a little while ago. I've um, never had that thought. <laughs> really yeah i think about it all the time yeah i mean i was in a bookstore a little while ago and it was like a, a used bookstore and it was kind of unorganized and stuff and i went over to like the, the fantasy um like paper like mass market paperback sections where each one of them was, they were like a dollar a book or something like that really cheap it was like 10 books for um like 20 dollars yeah whatever right, right. Um, does not matter yeah <laughs> yeah and they're all and they're all books like that have been you know it's like the island of misfit books you know it's just like totally. who no it's just a bunch of like um like marion zimmer bradley and, oh it was all fantasy like, okay yeah so it was just like a bunch but then there were these like kevin j anderson books um there was like this trilogy that i'd never seen before 
and all the blurbs on it were just like, this is incredible. Some of the best fantasy I've ever read. And I'm steeped like, in this stuff. Really? Like, yeah. And, um, I didn't even, I didn't buy it or anything, but I just looked at it and I was like, wow, like what if my, what if these are like my favorite books ever? And I've never even heard of them. And I know, and I'm steeped in this stuff. Like I've definitely done my research on all yes, of this stuff. Have. And I had never heard of those before. And it's, so then, you know, you kind of follow that thought to its logical conclusion. And it's like, there might be something that I'll never get to that I would have liked more than anything else I've read because of the sheer volume, the sheer number of books out there. So, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, Ghosty, it does stress me out. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it, I've never yeah. had that outlook on, I, I, I go through books like I eat those boxes of seized chocolates. Like, I don't look at what's inside them. <laughs> I'm just like munching and nom nom in a way. And some I don't really like, some I don't like even enough to finish it. But occasionally you get that like salted caramel, like, Oh, just marbled goodness that, uh, and that's like, I'm more of like on an exploration. I don't really have, like, I, I am very aware of the fact I will never read every book, right? but like, yeah, obviously, yeah, I, I just don't know. I've never been like, man, there's so much I'm not going to read. I'm always just like, I'm so stoked for what I've gotten through. Like I said, yeah. I don't know. I'm just kind of, I don't really know what's in the cave. I don't know if there's treasure in the cave, so I'm just kind of taking it room by room you know but don't you ever feel like it's sad because you're just not this stuff you're just not gonna read like think about that like really think about yeah, that yeah totally no no i totally <laughs> totally want to understand but it makes it's not a useful it's kind of pointless thing. It's like yeah, counting yeah, yeah. all it's, the red yeah. lights that you hit you should count the green ones because then you'll think you're lucky and you'll be stoked like even if you're yeah. not like it's just still a better outlook it'd be like trying to eat at every restaurant in the world yeah you know? like it's not Man, our food analogies. Yeah, like, I was just gonna say gonna candy stop. is perfect for this situation, but, you know. But that's you know, if if you were if you were to sit down and say, I want to eat at literally every single restaurant in the world, it's like yeah, I don't think you're gonna be able to do it unless you're yeah. a billionaire with zero things to do at all. And like you know? honestly, there are so many things to do. Like you can <laughs> do it on anything. I'm not going to yeah, live my right. life just walking around wondering what I'm missing out on. I'm going to try to just like focus on what I have and what I is in front of me. Though though to let that quelch your thirst for the best. Quench. Quelch. I don't know quel <laughs> I was hoping quelch was a thing. Uh, <laughs> to let that quench your your adventure you're seeking out of the best the truly the the soulmate book series that is for you um would be sad indeed so you know i think keeping the unknown as like a it's probably just around the river bend um is probably a good thing so don't not like forgetting it but at the same time not like wallowing and like so many books so little well yeah time. and if you think about it it's like if i have a favorite series at the end of my long life then I'll have had a favorite series. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's not the, the my favorite series isn't out there somewhere because I didn't read it. So it couldn't be my favorite, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Good that's point. That's like a good way to look at it. Yeah. It's like you can't, yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. Like you can't have a yeah. favorite food that you've never eaten, you know? That's really, uh, that's really wise. Yeah. It's like when they say, like, there's a, that. like, what if there's someone out there that's like better for you? And it's like, well, I mean, I haven't met them. So they're not really like better for me, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, if you think about it, um, I mean, they might exist, but like, yeah. And not... I'm a big fate guy. You know, if you're supposed to read a book, it's coming your way. Really? 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I felt like there's some. I, I talked with uh, with Jason um, Easy Cat about this a little while ago about how like uh, the King Killer Chronicle kind of actually Chad is the person that gave me the King Killer. That is wild. Actually, we should talk about that. that We're just gonna wild. ditch that entire I'm subject. So... But like, we okay. should talk about this because um, that was a really good question, Ghosty. I hope we answered it. To the Great best question, of our Ghosty. We Great question. Like, we, we Stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> but Chad got me started on my 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 restart into fantasy because i hadn't been reading any for a while like years all through high school and stuff um we had like this one copy of the name of the wind that was like circling making the rounds yeah, between like 15 it's because people i kept giving them out and buying more Dude, i've bought that book so many times i'm glad <laughs> that there was someone from this circle because every time i read it i'd be like this is so now. good and i'd force it upon the first person i saw I think my ex girlfriend has the copy. Really? Oh, wow. I should. I should. T- we're on good terms, so I should uh, text her about it because I'm kind of curious. Because, like, like literally, almost twenty of our friends all read the same copy yeah. of Name of the Wind in like 2010, 2011, and it got so beat up. The covers it missing. Went around. It went around. Yeah, everybody read it. it. Yeah, everybody <laughs> read it, and chad got me going again i read the king killer chronicle and i was like all right what's next what should i do now and then i read uh, a song of ice and fire and i was like okay here we go now we're doing it and then i read everything um but it's funny because we came full circle now you're now we're doing the podcast together yeah wow like, that's crazy yeah like like the day that i moved away from ben i'm so stoked that i that, that's a feather yeah, in my cap that, that i got you back yeah. into books wow, you're like awesome. technically responsible for this dude and i am uh, a book pusher like yeah. when i love a book i just man but, lose um the day that i moved away from bend to portland to go start playing music chad gave me the name of the wind i remember it was like that day because i i remember i was driving i drove all my stuff up to portland and i stopped to get gas um and to like eat something and i was like sitting in my car eating like beef jerky or something and i started reading name of the wind in my car and because you were so freaking excited about it and you were just like this is the best book i've ever read in my entire life and i was like all right let's see what this is all about and then on so many people and then i read the first like 50 pages within like a couple days and i was like what this is so like it's like big scratchy spiders and like this <laughs> but this bummer of a guy and then this other guy wants him to tell him a story this is so boring and then i kind of like cross the threshold where he starts actually telling the story and mm-hmm. things start really ramping up um and yeah, it was all, it was all great from there. Oh, so man. Chad, you're responsible if you really, if you really want to trace it back, you're responsible for all of this. I will take I mean, that. I probably though. would have started. I don't know. I mean, like, if point, so but... is our moms, you know. But like <laughs> <laughs> the carbon atom. <laughs> yes, the carbon atom. That's Thank bang. you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Big Bang. Thank you, Carbon Atom. Oh, you reminded me of that though. That is really cool. That that's a special memory right there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, like it that is. A lot. Uh, let's move on to the next question. All right. But usually Dave. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. They ask, do you ever find yourself wanting to take an author journey, kind of like what Evan does with Stephen King, where you have an author you've just discovered and then have a desire to attempt to read through their entire catalog? I do this with movies a lot, where I'll try to watch everything I can from a specific director or cinematographer. I'm a huge Roger Deakins fan as a photographer myself, but I've never really done it with books. If so, what are some authors on your list of journeys you most want to tackle? As you were reading that, I was thinking to myself, 
I definitely do this with movies, but I don't really have a tendency to do it with books. And I think it's because books are a little bit more of a, a meaty escapade, right? You're there for a minute. You're like marinating in that book. It's not just two hours and then you're done. It's yeah, it a be long like nine or 10 sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I like to keep things fresh in the book world because things can definitely stale out. Yeah, I've never really done that. I mean, I'm doing it with Stephen King, but I'm probably not even going to do the 12, um, like 12 Stephen King books in 12 months, like thing next year. I don't think I'm done. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say you weren't going to finish this year. I was like, bro, you're so close. Oh, no, I'm going to do it this <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, I'm okay, reading Billy good. Summers right now. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a few. I mean, I think it'd be cool since I've only read, I've only read um, Live Ship Traders and Farseer. So I think it'd be cool to just do every Robin Hobb book. Um, uh, yeah, she like would that'd be, be really, an author worth it. Yeah, that'd be really emotionally taxing though, because uh, yeah, those books are <laughs> those books are rough. But it would be really cool to do some do that with something like like Redwall. Like I'm gonna read every Redwall book. Yeah. I'm gonna read like uh I'm gonna read every single Discworld book, or I'm gonna you know like one of those really big expansive universes that isn't necessarily like a series. You know, it's like a saga. Right, right, like the Starcraft books. <laughs> But then I've also been at the I've been at the bookstore, you know, and and seen like all the John Grisham or James Patterson or Clive Cussler or Daniel Steele or Nora Roberts and stuff. And it's just like, man, what if I just read every single one of their books? Like I just went on a tear. Um, but because they can't be that hard to read. I'm, I'm not trying to like minimize their work or anything, but it's just like they're not. They're just thrillers they're everywhere what, yeah. yeah and they're, they're for like everybody the top 40 yeah. song radio songs of books it's like yeah. obviously it's gonna be digestible yeah but some of those are really like have you ever read like a clive cussler book oh yeah dude they take forever to read they take forever, <laughs> like, yeah. i mean they're they get really boring at certain parts yeah. like, like they're even, such like stepdad books like they're yeah just... stepdad books even tom clancy who i love a lot uh i've read quite a bit of clancy and there are times that you're like, we get it, Tom. You know how a submarine finds its depth. Cool. One, um, like I've read a few John Grisham books, and um, I like John Grisham, Same. Uh, but there's just there's so I would never many read two in a row. Yeah, there's so many like acronyms and like initialisms and yeah. like dates and stuff, and like it's just and he all these the everybody's industry. well, and everybody's got like a title. It's just like in in Clancy books too, you know, everybody's got a rank or yep. something, and everybody's and the the trouble with those kinds of books, and especially with like political thrillers like that, um, uh, Grisham's more of a like um, a like a law well, like legal thr- legal yeah. thriller, yeah. But um, with I've I've read I've read some like Robert Ludlum and Vince Flynn and stuff like that, and um, it's really frustrating because everybody's got a rank, everybody's got a first name, everybody's got a last name, and mm-hmm. everyone calls everybody by everything. So it's like you have to really remember what everybody's full name and rank is for you to remember who's talking to who and stuff. So that can get a little annoying sometimes. Those Robert Ludlum books are awesome, though. Really? Have you I've read, never the, read Robert Ludlum? No. You haven't read the Bourne trilogy? No, I oh, picked man. one up in Barnes and Noble once and read one they for like four so hours, cool. and I was like, "This is really good." They're and so I've cool. literally never thought about it again. I should. They're really confusing. At least I think really? I think they're confusing. Like they're. I mean, I read them when I was like sixteen. So you're like, like working first... spycraft on you. Um, I don't know. It's it's very. There's a lot of intrigue and there's a lot of like organizations and right know, like, <laughs> organizations. Yeah, and, and um, gosh, I'm trying to like remember like how close. They were to the movies. I feel like it was pretty close. Those huh. movies are fucking They're awesome. Very good. I need to have rewatch ever, those. <laughs> have you ever read Rainbow Six or um 
No, I've never uh, read a single Tom come. Clancy book. Oh man, you really should. They're really good. There, do you know that he was the only? Um, I don't know if he's the only, but he is a author with a top secret security clearance given to him by the government. Really? Why? I'm not sure. Maybe research purposes. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, there's a lot of weird conspiracy around his death. Um, like, was he taken out because he was telling too much? I mean, it's probably like birds aren't real, but like, you know, maybe. I like to I like to look into this sort of thing. <laughs> I saw this really funny meme. It was like, it was, it was these two guys on a bench, and one of them showed his his phone to the other person and was like, "Hey, I found this meme. It says birds aren't real." And uh, the other guy's like, "Oh, that's funny. Can I tweet that?" And the other guy's like. What did you just say? <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I know. That's really funny. Um, let's move into it. Did we answer that question good enough? I don't um, remember what the question was. It was about author journeys. I feel like we answered that oh, fairly yeah. well. We started going on a tangent about um, Robert Ludlum and John. Yeah, Gershon I think the stuff. short answer is no. I mean, I've the short answer that. is I'd be interested in doing it for sure. I like, get bored too fast. It depends on how many books they have. Like if they have like 50 books, I don't really want to. Like obviously yeah. Redwall would be pretty cool, but I feel like I'd burn out like pretty quickly on I it. I feel like I've read most of those also. I've read like, I feel like I could five or six Salvatores. of them. Probably only 10 or 12 books out. Dude, I feel like those Salvatore books would start getting pretty samey too. They do, man. Driss will never die. It's like by book 12, you're like, okay, cool. See, I, th- I had that thought because... Um, and I love the, them a lot. One of my latest tiktoks that i did i compiled the word count of all of all 38 drist books i like did the research and then added up all the word counts it was like over four million words or something there's 38 books and i was thinking what could these possibly even be about by like the 36th book like what's going like Like you can only have characters like die and then be reborn and like that's happened multiple times or like people that were killed off like in early Dritz days or like brought back. They were actually being imprisoned by some god of the banner plane. You're like, okay, you know, like. Is he like going back and forth to Benzo Baranzon and stuff? Is he like, does he ever go go back? back. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't, not on purpose. You haven't read all of them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I stopped at like. 12 or 13 i think um because it just got very samey and then the characters that i love so much like artemis and Triri, one of the best bad guys of all time in my opinion in his in his um glory days but like i don't know he starts you know salvador salvador starts getting bored and knows that people are too so he's like well let's maybe have him become really guilty about all his actions and maybe become like try to be a good guy but not have it work out like i don't know it's like i don't want that arc he's a bad guy and he's an awesome one like let's just let him be bad you know i'm excited to read the uh, dark elf trilogy i'm really excited for it. dude you're <clears throat> if, gonna love them if anybody listening right now didn't know that this was, was gonna happen uh chad so chad's reading akatar right now while we were doing david bad and probably a little bit while we're doing the dark tower but then while we're reading I think the expanse because i'm going to be reading broken earth while we're reading the dark tower and chad read those books like years ago and he doesn't really remember enough about them to like yeah. for us to do multiple episodes on them because i had just read akatar like less than a year ago so i was still pretty fresh on it and i gave him away to my neighborhood i put him in the book box oh cool the jemison, mk jemison's yeah um but yeah i'm gonna read broken earth and that'll be a kind of like me thing and then when we get to the expanse uh i'm gonna read uh, the dark elf trilogy 
while we're reading The Expanse, we're going to kind of do the same thing we did with Akatar and Davidbad, but with The Expanse and the Dark Elf trilogy. And I am so uh, excited. I've got a whole those, like, compendium, all three of them in one volume. Nice. Those, those books are the most nom-nom candy books nom, I've nom, ever, nom. like in my whole history of reading. I just love them so much. They're so good. Let's get to another question here. All right. Uh, this should be pretty short uh, to answer because I think I'm the only one with an answer to this. But uh, Way one asks, where should I start with Neil Gaiman? I've heard so many wonderful things about his writing. I've got you covered here. I've got some good starting points for you. Um, you can't really go wrong with American Gods. It's a little lengthy, um, but it's a really incredible idea for a book. That's probably where I would start other than Neverwhere and the ocean at the end of the lane. So those are the three that you'd want to check out. American Gods, Neverwhere, and the ocean at the end of the lane. Neverwhere is kind of like underground urban fantasy. It's really fun and it's pretty unique. Um, and then ocean at the end of the lane is kind of like a, it's kind of like a coming of age story um, about like a witch that lives down the street from this kid. It's very, very good. I really like reduced the plot down to like one sentence, but all three of those are really excellent. And um, I have um, Neverwhere. I was just looking at my I was just looking at my um, bookshelf while you were uh, talking about that, and I have Neverwhere. Someone sent it to me a few months back, and I'm really excited to read it. It's super good. Yeah, you should definitely tackle it. Yeah, Neil Gaiman is great. I've read a lot of his short stories. I've read a lot of his other books. He's he wrote Coraline. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. I did, yeah. Yeah, he's, he wrote the book for that. Oh, and, wow, um, okay. Yeah, I think they turned if... American Gods into a show. I haven't heard okay. whether it's good or not. But yeah, um, Neil Gaiman is fantastic. I mean, you can you can just... That's a, that's a good example of an author that kind of going back to the last question. Like, if you were going to read all of somebody's work, Neil Gaiman would be a pretty good choice. I don't think okay. you could, you couldn't get sick of it. I don't think. Okay. So you just keep it weird and exciting? Yeah, beautiful. He's an oh. amazing writer. Like really, Dude. really good. I need to. I need to write him. It's been a while since I've been like, this is gorgeous. Yeah. You sh- if you want to read beautiful writing, you should read Neil I Gaiman. Do. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Guy Gavriel K. Um, he's a Canadian writer. Um, he wrote Tigana and the Fionnvar tra- Tapestry, and um, <clears throat> like the Lions of Alrasan and stuff. Um, but he's really, really excellent. Yeah, thanks for asking that question. I hope that, that 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 helped you. Yeah, that is a good one. You know, there's a to circle back to one of the questions that was asked earlier about like you know, being remiss that I will never read all the books. The thing that does stress me out is not is having so many books. Please don't stop sending me books. This is not me <laughs> saying stop sending me. I love it more than anything else. It brightens my day more than you know. But I will say that there's sometimes that I'm like, I just, I don't want to let people down and I want to like read yeah. the book and talk about it. And it's like, you know, so it does sometimes get me a little like, maybe like manic is the best word there. Just cause I'm like, I need to read. Cause I have so many books um, because lovely people keep sending them. And again, this is please <laughs> a statement to not stop doing that. It is my favorite thing ever, please. Also my birthday is at the end of this month. So Keep it up. <laughs> All right. Make sure in... not making the wrong point here. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's get <laughs> to the next one. Let's get it. Let's do the next one. All right. We got two left. Branson asks, what was the last book you stopped reading and why? 
That was a good one. Like what the last one that you like DNF'd? Yeah, you're just um, like DNF'ing it. Yeah. I DNF. Think you're slick with them book terms. Oh, I'm. I see them every day, <laughs> all day. Um, I can. Um, let's see. What was the last one? Probably. I think it was the Atlas Six by Olivia Blake. That was a really popular book on on Book Talk, and everybody was really excited about it. Um, I think it was because I was you like hot off the it. heels. Um, I had just finished Akatar, and mm. I was like. I was like, oh, that's enough hot people smirking. Let's see what this book is about. And it was just hot people smirking again. And I was uh, like, okay. Oh, okay. Like, I don't really want to do this anymore. Like, right. and it, was, it was kind of a cool idea, though. It's like um, this guy rounds up these, you know, kind of like genius people that all happen to be really hot. Um, right. But <laughs> it kind of rounds that's up. That's how these, the real world is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantasy. But um, he kind of like rounds these people up and they're kind of like charged with um, like kind of being inside of the library of alexandria um oh. that that they just like didn't like, burn down or something like that i can't remember well, it's exactly in modern what day it, it was a cool idea and it was like a contest right it was called like the atlas six you know it's like um oh. like this guy pits all these people against each other for the role of like caretaker of it or so i can't remember exactly okay, what it's about like, but who owns was a, the knowledge it was a really cool idea that i was just i just didn't it was just so like just everybody's like taking jabs at each other and everybody's so hot and like smoldering and mysterious. And right, I was just right. like, oh, I don't care about this. You There's know? only so uh, much of the slow smolder you can but take. But I, I kept it because I'm sure it's good. I just wasn't in the mood for it like at all. Um, because I'm sure like the writing was good. I didn't mind it at all. It wasn't like hard for me to get through it. It was just like, you know, you get through something, you're like 100, 150 pages in and you're just like, I feel like I can tell what this is going to be for the next 300 pages and totally. I just don't want to do it. You know, yeah, like I'm just not along for the ride. Yeah, same thing happened to me with um, "Spinning Silver" by Naomi Novik, which is mm. funny because I really liked uh, "Uprooted," which is a different standalone, like kind of fairy tale type story that she wrote. Um, and "Uprooted" was really good, but "Spinning Silver" was just so slow. It was so How big so is it? slow. I don't know, like 350 pages or something. Just oh, couldn't man. do it. Maybe a little bit longer. It starts the same way that "A Court of Thorns and Roses" does. It's like this, like otherworldly being comes and like takes this woman away like the snow king is just like you have to come with me yeah i have uh the one that i remember stopping because i was like nope nope still not for me probably never will be was uh infinite jest oh and yeah, i yeah. tried to tackle that again like a year or two ago and i was just like it was probably two years and i was just like no no i got like a chapter in and i was like yeah no i remember why and i'm almost ashamed to say this but it was i think like the eighth Malazan book so i was like done <laughs> yeah i was like five or six months of just straight Malazan, and those books are so meaty and i was probably like 17 or 18 and i was just like man i just couldn't do it anymore i was like this has been like a half a year i need something else i just yeah. need like a i need a simple i think i read a couple ya books in a row after that just to like yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna tackle Malazan though. Oh, I'm really excited. Well, I think we should do it next year. I think me we should too. Just do it the next way that year. you yeah. do it is the way we read books, yeah, which is quick totally. and hard. You can't like marinate in it because you can get a little. It's really heavy. There's some heaviness in those books. Dude, like this time next year, we'll have um, even more people listening to this. I'm sure, and <laughs> like it's gonna be crazy. Like oh, it's gonna man. be so. <laughs> we have to like really get get good at 
podcasting like we're, we're good at it already but like you know what i mean we have to get uh, we have yeah. to be on top of it when yeah we're no doing like skipping those. chapters when i'm writing my summaries and stuff it has to be like <laughs> all the time dude i didn't know what the magic system was in that book until the in those books until the third book till i was like oh i kind of think i understand it now yeah i only read the first three so yeah we I should do really it really yeah. gotta just like commit I heard they start getting really as um, saying someone who like bounced out halfway through the eighth book. <laughs> you really got to commit. I mean, I heard that Steven Erickson's dad died around like the eighth book, and and they started getting like really phil- philosophical and like yeah. really deep and intense. It was um, like three pages of like what is, um, yeah, you know, like loyalty yeah. or like oh man. Yeah, another book that I DNF to like before I started um, book talk, but um, that it really sticks out in my head is um anathem by neil neil stevenson um Hmm. now that that book is like trying to solve a math problem for like 850 pages yeah um Uh. i could tell i could tell it was good but i got about 100 pages in and i was just like i can't i with this like i can't it's just too it's too much it's such an intense book um but i'm sure it's amazing um the only neil stevenson book i've read is um snow crash which is pretty awesome um but he also he's also, like the, he's the guy that wrote like cryptonomicon and seven eves and the oh, baroque okay. cycle and stuff i also bounced out of um house of car house of leaves oh yeah <laughs> i was like halfway i don't know it just wasn't i wasn't into it and it was making me feel crazy but like not yeah. in a fun edgy way and like really an actual way and i was just like i didn't even like it sitting on my book stand up but I don't know. Maybe it was just that copy or something, but it was giving me nutso vibes, and I was like, I need this out of here. No, I kind of want to read it again, but it just like put me in such a weird mood. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it, though. That's all I can really think of right now. I've been okay. finishing a lot of stuff lately. Yeah, well, lots of times it's like we're telling thousands of people that we're reading it, and so it's like some of them buy it with us. I'd feel bad if I was just like, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <that> guys. <laughs> we don't like this. <laughs> All right, so this is the last question of the episode. Um, everybody, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us. And uh, Chad and I deliberately made this a very rambly episode, and I had such a good time with it. And ah, uh, yeah, I just, that's like I the point. This. We get to let loose and just yeah. like have fun and talk and uh, bringing the listeners into the creative process and like trying to involve everyone is just like I don't know. It adds such an exponential amount of value to me as a creator of it like it's just i don't know i really like feeling like everyone else is involved and it makes the experience like better for us and i'm sure it does to you too and just like i don't know i love these these sort of things where we get to almost talk to people (laughs) 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 anyway um yeah and so let's answer this last question um I'm just going to throw out there real quick, uh, folks. We do have a Patreon. We do have a Discord. We have uh, Instagram accounts and everything. So go follow us on all those things. It really, really helps a lot. And uh, let's get right into this last one here. Uh, Laura Berg asks, do you still enjoy reading the way you did before the podcast? Does it feel like work to you now? Good question. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean... Sometimes it, it feels like the reading it doesn't feel like work, but the um, like recording an hour long discussion about a book can be. It's it. Chad makes it really easy for me, you know, because I can oh, work thank so you. well. I feel the same. Yeah, like it's really. If if I was doing it by myself and I had to like write out scripts and like make 
like oh, video man. like video essays and stuff i don't think i would have the motivation to do it because it's so much work and it's so much like just sitting by yourself and you know um but with with chad it's like it kind of turns more into like a fun like i'm yeah, hanging out with my you, friend there's talking a flow about something. state involved right but there is also the the aspect of kind of like making sure that we're at least mostly like thinking critically about it and having like a an actual conversation about things and like keeping it interesting in that regard right. discussing um, ideas and not just being like that was cool and that's why like you know i've got other books in my rotation that i'm not reading on the podcast because there are books that i just want to read and like I, there's totally. even books that i read that i don't talk about on tiktok too um that i just just want to read it and just not you know like I'm reading the series of unfortunate events right now. I'm like, I'm not going to do a TikTok video for each one of those books that I finished. Like one, because it would, nobody would care after a while. And like, right. you know, and I, and I also just want some stuff that doesn't feel like it's attached to me talking at length again about this book. But um, yeah, there's a freedom you know. that comes with enjoying it for the moment's sake, which is what I, how I always used to read. And now many times I'm reading for, like not not for the moment's enjoyment, but also for the future discussion of it. And so I'm far more alert. And in one way, I think I consume books far more intelligently and like deliberately and it's better. Yeah. Absolutely. But in other ways, there are times that I'm like, man, I wish that I could just, you know, nonstop read this for eight hours, but I really need to write. I know how my brain works and I will not be able to write a summary about something yeah. I read eight hours before and 400 pages very well, at least. And so it's like, I have to pause and like do actual kind of worky things, but I don't know. It really does add to my understanding of the story and my catching the point of what the author is trying to like, relay to the readers and uh so i think i get more value out of it in the long run yeah i mean the only time it really feels like real work is if chad and i kind of weren't really on top of things and we really <laughs> yeah. need to get an episode out and i have to read an entire like 600 page book in three days yeah that's um, definitely happened multiple that times that feels like work sometimes that feels like <laughs> that's work. on us though <laughs> yeah like we had like weeks we were just lazy about it and reading other things. Oh, with Empire of Gold. Well, yeah. That. But Empire of Gold, I'm really glad that I read that whole book in like three days, though. Me too. Yeah, I'm really fine with it because... That's yeah, not a um, story to sit on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, it doesn't feel like work really when we're doing this kind of stuff. I mean, the editing is definitely work, but definitely the reading work. will always just... I mean, I get so excited when we're reading something cool and i've got some time in my day and i can actually sit down for a couple hours and really dig into something i did that today with um, the book eaters i got a pretty big chunk read of that today and it was awesome i was just sitting outside with my dog and you know we are going to talk about it on the podcast but in that moment yeah, i was just reading you know yeah and it's so like I don't know, it's just like a blessing to be able to do something, to kind of like almost be forced to do something into doing it that I love. You know, it's like I get now more value out of uh, one of my favorite things to do. And so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you ever think to yourself, man, I'm going to start a podcast with my buddy because we have a shared interest and it's going to be just like us hanging out, but we're recording the conversation. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was for like this episode. Oh, for yeah. For sure. But yeah, when we're doing I mean, like, it's just, 
you have Even to find so, that balance. there was preparation you right know? there was preparation for this and like you have to find that balance of like being genuine and authentic and making sure you're connecting with people and then there's also the kind of other side of it where it's like yeah but people are coming here for another reason which is to listen to a critique or retrospective uh, and recap of a book right. that these two people read that i also what read value you know you yeah adding? exactly so it's like i wish we could just like write out you know these giant scripts and then literally just read those to each other and then that would be the episode because it would make it more, we tried that once yeah it would make it simple but it wouldn't make it easy you know yeah. and, and it's, not um, fun it wouldn't be fun <laughs> yeah. i would hate listening to I that i hate that oh i hated listening to it <laughs> but yeah everybody thank you so much for being here and listening to this episode like i said just a few minutes ago i'm so glad that we we're, we're back to doing some stuff that everybody can listen to because chad and i were sitting uh, the other day and we were like wait a minute every single episode we've been releasing is for people that have read or listened or, or they were watched. episodic yeah they were like oh like you can only listen to all the episodes we put out this week except for the monday one which i don't even count anymore but it's like <laughs> they did an akatar episode a david bad episode a rings of power episode and house of the dragon episode and if you're one of those people that's just not doing any of those four things right, and you you're not listening to one. any of this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and we didn't even realize that until like weeks into us doing it yeah and we just wanted to hop on all that stuff and um so yeah we got this too is, excited about yeah. too many things but don't worry we've got some more short story episodes coming out soon we've got to we'll definitely do some more like topic episodes um and some more q a stuff so don't hesitate to send us any questions you want either through email or the discord or um social media stuff everyone should have a note in their full phone that says bookish questions and as you think of them throughout the course of your life you should be putting them in there and then dumping them into the discord channel occasionally because it really helps the creation process to have some inspiration yeah i mean like half of these questions on here today were from the discord and the other half were from my q a on um tiktok oh and then one of them was from an email but yeah uh everybody hope you have an awesome rest of your day thank you so much for being here and of course happy reading bye everybody